This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. title is Miracle Measures and Supernatural Supply. Um, however, I'm going to change the, our point of reference. Uh, I was going to preach out of, or I was going to minister out of uh, Kings and the widow woman and the prophet of God, and perhaps the Lord will permit that later, but... I want to subtitle this today. We want to go in a different direction. Still under miracle measures and supernatural supply. This would be called Hold Your Peace. P-E-A-C-E. Peace. Romans 14 and verse 17 says, After all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes, but instead it is righteousness that state which makes a person acceptable to God, and heart peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, Paul here is addressing much uh, more. It's a deeper issue than just food and drink. Uh, we don't have time to go over the, uh, the whole chapter uh, here, but the context is... He would be saying it's not a matter of getting one's own way, everyone, everything that one likes or one prefers. But the kingdom is embracing and accepting God's will and God's way, God's rule and his reign over us. Righteousness is the first description of the kingdom of God here and is a life lived with our will submitted and committed to God's will. A preference for the will of God over our own will. Is a righteousness is being subject to the king. Everyone say the king. The, king. the kingdom has a king. And Jesus is that king. He is the king. The kingdom. So to submit uh, uh, to submit to the king uh, is uh, is right. In the it, to be unsubmissive to the king would be wrong. Isn't that right? Because what the king uh, says, that's what goes. The king's will and the king's way, what the king likes, what the king prefers, uh, uh, our will is to defer to his will and to his way. Now, why is he the king? Well, the God set him up as king uh, because he is right. So that is right. Praise the Lord, everybody. I know that there's some argument uh, within the world and, and the body of Christ. I'll let you settle that between your own two ears. Now we see uh, this righteousness of being subject to the king as a state of being right with God or acceptable acceptable to God. Is it acceptable to God for us to insist on our own way? Well, now, why, why would that be a no? Simply because there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of that is death. So death is unacceptable 
to God for our lives. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, so the arguments against the will of God uh, that would, that would uh, cause us to argue against that, to reason against that in our own understandings, uh, God knows at the end of that is death. Death has access to us. Death separates us from God. That's what death really is. It's not ceasing to exist. Your physical body will die. Uh, but we, can, we, are, we are spirits made in the image and likeness of God. Amen. We'll continue to exist. But if we're not born again, not, uh, if we've not come alive unto God, uh, then we'll be separated from God eternally. And that's unacceptable to God. Amen. So he sent Jesus and all our righteousness is in him. Everybody say in him. But to be in Him means what? To be submitted to His will and His way for us. To be in with the King. To say to be in with the King means that there is a submission and a commitment to His will and His way uh, above our own, before our own. Now let's see this. That's acceptable to God. Let's see this example then Jesus we do see an example in Jesus, uh, in his nature and his character. The nature and character of God is brought out where it can be plainly seen uh, in Jesus. You want to see God? You see Jesus. You see God in Jesus. You see how God thinks, what God says. His thoughts have been given to us through what he did say. You see God's works, how, uh, God's actions how God conducts himself out of his character. With God, character is more important than conduct. Is that right? Gifts are free. Maturity of character is costly. Let's move along. God wants us to be like Jesus. Truth in the inward parts of the character of Jesus. Uh, it's, it is a childish thing and a foolish thing uh, to just operate within a gift uh, and personality uh, and, and uh, uh, natural abilities or even some spiritual abilities that are simply endowments, empowerments by God to get you know, a job uh, done, to accomplish a purpose. God wants character. You you know, God will use you, but I don't want to just be used by God. I want to be a friend with God. I don't want to just know about God, His acts, all right? You know, the Bible says the children of Israel knew how God acted. They saw Him in miraculous measures and supernatural supply. However, it says Moses, who is a type of the Word, uh, knew God's ways. And His ways came out of who he is, his character. God conducts himself according to his character. Amen. So do we. That's why we're, we're unimpressed uh, with, um, you know, sometimes in, you'll see great gifts that God has given to the body of Christ, but when you dig a little de deeper, we become disappointed when they act out of character. When their conduct on one, uh, on one thing on the stage and before a bunch of people, God's going to bless his people. I said God's going to bless his people. 
But then the disappointment comes because the character wasn't there to carry the call. Let's move forward. Amen. God wants to see his son in us. Not on us only, but in us. Are you listening? See, God will come on you. The Spirit of God will come upon you to use you to accomplish a purpose. All right? But God wants to see His Son revealed in us, in our lives, in us. Everyone say, in me. So look at Jesus, and His life message was the the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of God is like that. He said, repent for the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, is here. All right? Uh, and, and we saw in the scripture that Jesus came to bring uh, the kingdom of God and is described as righteousness, peace, and joy. John 14, uh, 27. This was his life message, but it was also his life model. Everyone say, you know, our life should model. Say this, my life, my life. should model the message. John 14 and verse number 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The Amplified Bible, Peace I leave with you, my own peace. I now give and bequeath to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Now, it's important to note the context of this is that, is that Jesus is facing uh, trouble. He, he is about to finish uh, a thing. And it was no small thing. It was the biggest thing uh, uh, that a man, and Jesus was a man. God, listen, a God man, but still a man. All right, and he's and he's facing. I mean, it's just a matter of a few more moments. Within hours, he would be embroiled in the midst of trouble. Uh, Trouble like no human being has ever uh, faced, ever, before or since. Now, it's interesting that he says, uh, um, that he's telling them, now I don't want you to be troubled. Because they were going to go into and through this trouble with him. They weren't going to do their part, his part, but they were going to do their part. They, if, they, if you're with Jesus, you're going to face the same trouble that Jesus faces. Now, he's the greater one, but he's also in you. Amen. All right. Oh, do not let your hearts be troubled. Now, he says not as the world gives. Why? Because the world's peace is based on the absence of trouble. He said, the world only has a peace that is, that, that is the absence of trouble. He said, now the peace that I have, the peace of God, a miracle measure and a supernatural supply, my own peace, I'm going to give that to you. And it is the peace that you need to face trouble, to go through trouble, and to come out on the other side of trouble victorious. All right. 
in the world. Uh, uh, let's uh, John uh, 16 and 33. Just another chapter over here. John 16, 33. He said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. So let me just say, put a little plug in here for this. All right. We are benefited greatly before we come into trouble. Let's, let's put a context here to this. All right. He hadn't just told them what he was telling them right then. This was the capping off and the, and the culmination of three and a half years together every day. Him telling them these things. Okay, so they had a, 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 a foundation more than they were in this special meeting. Hmm? And just what was said that day. No, it was all the things that he had said to you, to them. He said, I've said these things to you so that in me... Now see, the in me was three and a half years of walking, talking with him every day. Working with him every day. There are different measures that, of, of in him. Some people come in, get saved. That's their fire insurance. You might see them at a funeral, see them at a marriage, see them every once in a while. And you know, and I'm good. Listen, John Booth said this. He said, one of the dangers of the, of the future, he was the general, the one that founded Salvation Army. One of them, he said, is to, uh, is to have salvation without repentance. We've got a lot of salvation. People are saved all over. I believe in God. But you don't know God. Because our lives show that we keep on sinning. The Bible says we show that we don't know Him. We're not in Him. Need to bring a different measure. Now I know that that, that just is an affront uh, you know, to the uh, culture that we live in right now. Because we're all under grace. And that's true. You know, but there ain't enough grace. Are you listening? The more sin abounds, the more grace abounds. Not to, not, are you listening? Not to allow us to sin all the more. Read the context. He said, so what shall I do? Sin all the more? He said, God forbid. Are you listening? Because I got more grace. I just sin all I want. I got grace. No, listen. Grace is to empower you to be saved and quit sinning. To repent from it and turn from it. Be cleansed from it. I better move along. Anyhow, we've only got a little bit of, of time. You need to be, listen. Now, I'm going to use the measure uh, that, that we have here. Amen. So I don't know if we'll get to the end of this today or not. We'll try. Uh, there's a lot more. Um, 16 and verse uh, 33. Are you already there? It says, I've told you these things so that in me you have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, listen, what's confidence based in? He goes, he said, confidence is when we know that our lives are seeking and asking and knocking according to his will. So we have to have some confidence that, that we have placed ourselves in a position to know his will. Well, his word is his will. Amen. And, and that is available to us. Uh, you can make a deposit any day. At any time. Free access. To, it's all been given to you. Amen. There's no reason for poverty. 
the greatest poverty is not knowing. Because not knowing will get you hurt. Not knowing will get you destroyed. The devil advantages in the not knowing life. The Bible says my people are destroyed. Didn't say my, you know, he said they simply are destroyed. Any destruction in your life is because of what you don't know about God. Not written, no, listen, excuse me. Let me correct that. What you don't know of him. Not knowing him, the devil will advantage, just like with Eve. He took advantage. The Bible says she was deceived. Why? She didn't know God. He said, uh, uh, he said to her, uh, God knows that you'll be like him. Well, she's already, you're not going to get any more like him than she was. She's, she's in the glory of God. In the knowings and understanding all around her. Are you listening? Uh, but she didn't know enough. I'll say that again. She didn't know enough. And when the, and when the temptation came, she just didn't know enough. She knew some, but she didn't know enough. Be careful in your life. Uh, you'll come to a place where you don't know enough. It's not enough. We're in a more measure. You're going to need to need know more. Because what we know right now is not enough. The God we know right now is, is more than enough, but we've got to know Him in more than enough measure and come out of the not enough measure. Are you listening? Now, you, you figure this out for yourself. Uh, you know, uh, whatever measure you're bringing is the one God's using. Them. The one God is using. All right? Uh, the worst thing in the world would to come to a place uh, unprepared. Eve was unprepared, so she was deceived. She didn't know enough. Moving right. Well, how could God let that happen? How does God let things happen in your life? You have a free will. All right? In her instance, most of it was immaturity. Not enough time with God. Okay. In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, and undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Now let's put two plus two together here. How did he do that with the peace of God? He said, I've said all these things. He said, so that you could have peace and confidence. I've given you my peace. And my peace is how you're going to overcome the trouble. I said, peace is how you're going to overcome the trouble. Perfect peace. The Bible says in a place, I want to read this to you. Oh, Isaiah, we may not get much further here. Um, Isaiah 26. But we'll get as far as we can, won't we? All right, I'll say it, Lord. You know, uh, sometimes we come and we get really excited about the menu. And there's a menu set out for us. Uh, And we order, uh, what do they call that? The Grand Slam Appetizer. And they serve bread and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we get 
And we order the main meal, but by the time we get to the main meal, we're full of the appetizer. So we'll have to take a to-go box. Never did really get to the main course. Amen. All righty. Praise God. Uh, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you. Now here's, here's how trouble troubles us. And this is issue. He said, don't be troubled. Why? Because we're going to get in worry and fear and care and concern and give access. That's a hole in the wall. That's the door unlocked. The devil's going to take advantage of us there. Hmm. All right. Now, uh, but our, the natural mind has no inclination towards God. Its inclination towards God is hostile. It's an enemy. All right. I mean, you know, uh, it, uh, it's, it's a, you know, carnal. The mind, natural mind is ruled by the flesh, what it feels, uh, its sensitivities. Are you listening? Most of the natural mind, you'll find, uh, um, uh, you know, it can go so far. Not just wicked or twisted or even perverted, but it can get to the place where it's just retrobate. I mean, no thought for God or of God whatsoever. Totally consumed with the world stuff. I mean, totally, you know. Are you listening? Amen. Uh, but as a Christian, our inclination and, um, and the character of our mind would be always towards God. Well, I don't understand, but I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, I'm inclined to believe the best of God. I'm inclined to move towards God and get His understanding on it. The character of my mind is for God because God's for me. It's with God because God's with me. All right. Are you listening? I know you are today. All right. It says you is stayed on you. Everybody say stayed on you. Now many people enjoy the visitations. uh, But we're talking about now the habitations. Amen. Many people visit the word but Jesus said now listen. If you want to have an abiding presence. If you want to live in the secret if you want to enjoy life uh, under God, then you're going to have to do more than visit. He goes, you're going to have to keep my word. You're going to have to live with my word. You have to work my word into your everyday life. And then my father and me will come and we will habitate with you. We will live with you. Oh, I'm living with God right now. Amen. But see, I don't have time for my show. My show don't feed me no more. Hmm. There's other things that God wants to show me so my show's not as important. The other things that would choke out uh, His Word and my face-to-face and time with Him, they're not as important. Amen. I, 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 got, I, got, 
no weeds can remain. I'm, 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 I'm God's garden. God, I'm going to let God. Anyhow. Oh, stayed on you. Whose mind is stayed on you. Even in trouble. Listen, even in trouble. Because he commits himself to you. Oh, good God. Now, God doesn't make us commit ourselves to him. We have to commit ourselves to him. And we commit ourselves to him in measure. Well, I'm committed to Wednesday night. That's just off the, you know, that's just one measure. I'm committed to Sunday morning. Most of the time. Some of the time. Honestly, if something comes up, none of the time. Something more important. Come on now. Are you listening? You know, it's the, it, it, the Bible says, and I'll end with this because we are out of time. Uh, the, <laughs> the Bible said the word of God, the word that God speaks is quick. It's a two-edged sword and it just goes And it cuts and heals at the same time. It's the word that we allow to go into our, pierce our heart and change us. That God speaks. All the other stuff, just fluff and buff. What you want to hear. What's going to make you feel good about yourself. Amen. I feel good about myself when I'm totally committed. Are you listening? And absolutely abandoned to a God that I can totally trust. To love me and fix me and help me and heal me and tell me the truth and make me whole. Change me and rearrange me and transform me. I'm really happy when I'm doing that. When I'm not doing that, I'm troubled. (laughs) I'm unhappy. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.